This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, December 20th. You're listening to WNBF. After years of inactivity, workers once again are busy at the old Crowley Milk Processing Facility on Binghamton's south side. Since late November, equipment has been removed from the sprawling building and trucked away from the site. H.P. Hood shut down the Crowley operation on Conklin Avenue in March 2012. The closure resulted in a loss of 54 jobs. When the property was acquired by Rockland County Investors in 2013, there was hope the place would become productive once again. Mountain Fresh Dairy announced ambitious plans to process kosher milk and other dairy products at the site. Mountain Fresh Dairy briefly operated at the site with a small number of employees, but it shut down after a short time. A foreclosure auction for the property was scheduled for last June, but it was called off at the last minute. People familiar with the site say it's now in the process of being sold. Representatives of Mountain Fresh Dairy could not be reached for comment. A service organization in Tioga County has taken steps to replace a roadside sign that alerted motorists that they were in the small community called Appalachian. An old wood sign that had been in place on the south side of Route 434 for several decades broke apart due to strong winds in July of last year. Paul Honker, who chairs the Appalachian Lions Club Civic Improvement Committee, said a new sign was installed a few weeks ago. He said the sign is located on a State Department of Transportation extension of Route 434, where West Main Street begins. Club members like to refer to the site as Lions Park. Honker said members have voluntarily maintained the site for many years. He said they cut the grass as well as removed tree limbs, weeds, and brush around the roadway. The new sign was created and installed by Anything Artistic in Owego. Marvin Antonio Lantigua, 32 of the Bronx, New York City, was sentenced today to serve 10 years in federal prison for possessing with intent to distribute a kilogram of fentanyl. As part of his previous guilty plea, Lantigua admitted that in early November 2021, he was in contact with a drug dealer in Syracuse via Facebook. After discussion, Lantigua agreed to deliver 1,000 bricks, or 50,000 bags, of fentanyl from New York City to Syracuse for $75,000. On November 8, 2021, DEA special agents, Syracuse police detectives, and Syracuse P- police patrol officers stopped two vehicles on the Court Street exit of Route 81 North, one of which was being driven by Lantigua. A subsequent search of one of the vehicles located two large bags that were found to contain 1,007 bricks containing fentanyl that totaled approximately one kilogram in weight. After waiving his Miranda rights, Lantuga admitted that he was delivering the fentanyl to Syracuse from New York City as part of a drug deal. At the time of his arrest, Lantigua was under New York State parole supervision in connection with a prior New York State drug felony conviction. Lantigua was also sentenced to a five-year term of supervised release following his release from federal prison. Yoan Rodriguez, 24, of Syracuse, New York, was sentenced to serve a total of 120 months incarceration based on his previous guilty plea to drug trafficking and firearms offenses. Rodriguez was also ordered to serve a term of five years supervised release following his release from prison and to forfeit to the United States a handgun and a money judgment in the amount of $35,000, representing the value of unrecovered drug proceeds. Rodriguez was one of 14 defendants charged and convicted in this case. The investigation revealed that members of the conspiracy brought kilogram quantities of heroin and fentanyl from Pennsylvania to Syracuse, where they packaged the drugs and distributed them over several months in 2020. 
During the investigation, law enforcement seized multiple kilograms of heroin and fentanyl, multiple firearms, several vehicles, and large sums of United States currency. On December 17th at approximately 11.49 a.m., the state police responded to a two-vehicle serious injury accident on State Route 5 and 20, Clark Street Road in the town of Aurelius. The operator of an eastbound vehicle, Andrew Lang, age 29, from East Aurora, crossed into the westbound lane and struck a vehicle being operated by Randy Cornish, age 27, from Weedsport. Both Lang and Cornish were taken to Upstate Hospital for injuries. Two passengers in the westbound vehicle, Jennifer Schnick, and age 21, from Weedsport, and a one-year-old were taken to Upstate Hospital for treatment. State police closed the road for several hours to conduct the investigation, and the investigation is continuing at this time. On December 16th at approximately 11.10 p.m., state police in Lafayette responded to a two-vehicle crash on Jerome Road near Chase Road in the town of Pompeii, Onondaga County. A 2018 Subaru Impreza operated by Chad J. Hawk, age 22, from Maddydale, New York, was traveling south on Jerome Road when he lost control due to speed and crossed into the northbound lane and into the path of a 2018 Ford pickup truck operated by Cole Dorward, age 33, from Casanova, New York. Chad Hawk was transported to Upstate University Hospital by ambulance, where he was pronounced deceased. A passenger in his vehicle, 21-year-old Lindsey Schriever, was transported to Upstate University Hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Cole Dorward sustained a hand injury and was treated at the scene. The investigation is continuing. And police say a serial burglar has been caught attempting to poach Christmas presents from actor Robert De Niro's Manhattan home. Officers had been tracking the real-life Grinch amid a string of recent robberies and saw her bust into the Godfather and Goodfellas stars townhouse around 2.45 a.m. on Monday. Inside, police say they found a 30-year-old woman in the living room attempting to remove property and arrested her. Police have not publicly identified her by name. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Chevy Studios, this is WMBF. The holidays mean you can save in a big way at Galt Chevrolet. So how are things? Family good? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing well. Well, Hey, we missed you at the game last week. Is everything all right? I, uh... I just haven't been feeling like me lately. for you, right? And there's support too. That's a cut. Beautiful, fellas. Beautiful. Acting is one thing. Talking about suicide in real life is another. In the military, you take challenges head on. And now it's your turn to do the same for our veterans. Be there for someone you care about. Learn how you can start the conversation at BeThereForVeterans.com. I never write. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, December 20th. It's 612. You're listening to WNBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather, an update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge. Until the end of the month from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, the New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. 
We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township, 1018 in Franklin Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 3029 in Forest Lake Township, and various roads in Lenox Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and slide repair. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 17 degrees. Today a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 30 degrees. Chance of snow 20%. Tonight mostly cloudy with a low near 13. Tomorrow mostly sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night mostly cloudy, a low near 23. And Thursday, a chance of snow before 11 a.m., then a chance of rain, snow, and freezing rain between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m., then rain likely after 2 p.m., cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour, chance of rain 70%, and Thursday night rain, a low near 39 degrees, chance of rain 100%. 614, you're listening to WMBF. Six sixteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Uko Pekka Lukanen made forty-one saves, and the Buffalo Sabers beat the Vegas Golden Knights three to two. Jeff Skinner, Tage Thompson, and Lawrence Pilitz scored to help Buffalo get its first win at Vegas after coming in zero three and one all time. The Sabers improved to six two and one in December after going four nine and one the previous month, and moved into a fourth place tie with Florida in the Atlantic Division with thirty four points. Chandler Stevenson and Riley Smith scored for Vegas, while Aiden Hill made 15 saves. The Golden Knights dropped to 8-9-1 at home, and the Golden Knights have scored just 11 goals in their last seven home games, including six losses. For the Islanders, Alexander Georgiev had 26 saves through overtime and stopped two more in the shootout to lift the Colorado Avalanche to a 1-0 win over the New York Islanders. Evan Rodriguez beat Ilya Sorokin with a backhander for the only goal in the shootout, spoiling a 46-save effort for the Islanders' goaltender. Avalanche forward Miko Rantanen had a career-high 10 shots on goal. The shutout was Georgiev's second of the season and 10th of his career. Football news, the New York Giants' dreams of making the playoffs for the first time since 2016 are very much alive. After weeks of concern, they were letting the season slip away after a 6-1 start. A somewhat unexpected 20-12 primetime victory over the Washington Commanders on Sunday night has put first-year head coach Brian Dayball's overachievers on the cusp of the postseason. With some help from a combination of Seattle, Washington, and Seattle, the Giants can clinch a playoff berth and give themselves an early Christmas present with a win over the Vikings in Minneapolis on Saturday. Josh Allen is reminding everyone once again how valuable he's been in transforming the Buffalo Bills into an AFC power since his arrival five years ago. Allen played a key role in rallying the Bills from an eight-point fourth-quarter deficit to beat the Miami Dolphins and clinch Buffalo its fourth consecutive playoff berth on Saturday. Allen topped 300 yards passing for a 20th time and threw four touchdown passes for a ninth time in making just his 50th career start. The Bills improved their AFC leading record to 11-3. And the New York Jets are running out of time in their race for a playoff spot. They blew an opportunity to keep pace in the AFC hunt on Sunday when they gave up a late touchdown to Detroit and then coach Robert Sala mismanaged the clock in the final, final moments of a 20-17 loss. 
He's not the only one who could have done better. Far from it. The Jets are 7-7 seven seven on a three-game skid, with their once-promising postseason hopes now teetering on the brink of vanishing. And the Jets have a quick turnaround with a Thursday night showdown against the surging Jacksonville Jaguars. Some baseball news. Kodai Senga was officially introduced at a press conference Monday at City Field after finalizing a $75 million five-year contract with the Mets. They will hold a similar presser for Justin Verlander today. Senga opened his press conference by introducing himself with a message in English to fans saying, Hi, I'm Kodai Senga of the New York Mets. I'm very excited and very happy to be in the Big Apple and join such a great team. Let's go Mets. The deal for Senga is part of a $476.7 million offseason that the Mets have spent for seven free agents. And now former Mets reliever Seth Lugo and the San Diego Padres have agreed on a $15 million two-year contract. Lugo went 3-2 with a 3.60 ERA and three saves over 62 outings and 65 innings with the Mets this year. A converted starter, the versatile right-hander, spent his first seven seasons with New York, now with the San Diego Padres. And former Met Noah Syndergaard is hoping to have the same success on a one-year deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers as Tyler Anderson and Andrew Heaney. Anderson and Heaney signed with the Dodgers before last season and parlayed that into multi-year contracts with other teams this offseason. Anderson received a three-year deal with the Los Angeles Angels after going 15-5 for the Dodgers and finishing fifth in the National League with a 2.57 ERA. Heaney, who signed a two-year contract with the Texas Rangers, was limited to 14 starts with the Dodgers, but was 4-4 four four with a career-best 3.10 ERA. Syndergaard's one-year deal with the Dodgers is for $13 million. At Monday Night Football, A.J. Dillon ran for two scores. Aaron Rodgers threw a touchdown pass to Aaron Jones, and the Green Bay Packers kept their playoff hopes afloat with a 24-12 victory over the Los Angeles Rams. Dillon put Green Bay ahead for good with an 8-yard touchdown run in the second quarter and also scored from one yard out in the third period. He left midway through the second half to be evaluated for a concussion. Rodgers went 22 of 30 for 229 yards with a touchdown and interception to win his ninth straight Monday Night Football start. 621 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Stocks took a slide in the last Monday before Christmas with concerns about higher interest rates, COVID in China, and the specter of a recession all weighing on traders. The Dow Jones fell 163 points, landing at 32,757. The S&P lost nine-tenths of 1%. The Nasdaq Composite gave up 1.5%. COVID giveth and COVID taketh away. Amazon, which exploded in popularity when the pandemic shut down the in-person economy, has watched its share price settle back to 84.92, where it sat right before coronavirus came into the picture. Epic Games, the company behind the wildly popular Fortnite, has agreed to pay over half a billion dollars to settle a pair of cases with the Federal Trade Commission. The changing face of British currency. The Bank of England has released images of the first banknotes to feature the portrait of King Charles III. The new 5, 10, 20, and 50-pound notes will enter circulation in the middle of 2024. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Do you know... Six twenty-three on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. 
Can you change from being a night owl to an early bird? I'm sure many of you listening out there may be thinking, why would I want to do that? Well, the reason for most people is that our workplaces and our kids' school get underway on the early side. So if you're someone who likes to stay up late, you're probably not also able to sleep in late. And that means you're missing out on sleep. Start your day by soaking in as much natural light as possible. Open the blinds, or better yet, get outside, a little exercise. And speaking of exercise, you're going to want to work out and then eat earlier in the day if you can. Then, a few hours before you want to fall asleep, do start powering down your devices and limiting now the amount of light, especially blue light, that you're exposed to. That will trigger your body to start producing melatonin, which should hopefully send you right on your way to bed. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project, we never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. When the forgotten poor are in need of healing, they wait for a ship unlike any other. Mercy Ships, a floating hospital staffed by volunteers, heroes of mercy who donate their time to save lives. Every human has the right to have a place at the table of the human race. If you could just see the smiles that you get when lives have been changed, then it would make it all worth it. To learn more about Heroes of Mercy, go to mercyships.org. When I, I got smart about mortgages. Now it's my house I go home to. I got smart about credit cards. Now paper or plastic has a whole new meaning. When it comes to your money, whatever you want to get smart about, you can find it at smartaboutmoney.org. Smartaboutmoney.org is a free online resource from the National Endowment for Financial Education. We're an independent nonprofit foundation dedicated to helping people just like you get sound information about money. Smartaboutmoney.org. It's the easy place to start when you want to get smart. Six twenty-seven on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge. Until the end of the month from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, the New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township, 1018 in Franklin Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 3029 in Forest Lake Township, and various roads in Lenox Township will have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and slide repair. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees and overcast outside. Wind chill has it at 17 degrees. Today, a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 30 degrees, chance of snow 20%. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 13. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high near 35. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23. And Thursday, a chance of snow before 11 a.m., then a chance of rain, snow, and freezing rain between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m., then rain likely after 2 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour chance of rain 70%, and Thursday night rain, a low near 39 degrees, chance of rain 
628. You're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Court will be back in session this morning for arguments on aggravating factors in the Harvey Weinstein sexual assault trial, factors which could determine whether he faces a maximum of 18 or 24 years in prison. Weinstein was found guilty Monday of rape and two other charges, and the jury deadlocked on three other counts. That means the DA will decide whether or not to retry those cases. Attorney Gloria Allred represents one of the affected accusers. She was 100% committed to testifying again if she is asked to do so. SZA, setting records. The singer's new album, S.O.S., debuts with the biggest streaming week ever for an R&B project. That according to Billboard, where S.O.S. tops the Billboard 200 album chart in its first week of release. It's SZA's first number one album. And a chart milestone for Mariah Carey. Her song, All I Want for Christmas is You, snags its 10th overall week at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart. And happy birthday to Jonah Hill, the two-time Oscar nominee turning 39 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. Here's the last where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, December 20th. You're listening to WNBF. After years of inactivity, workers once again are busy at the old Crowley Milk Processing Facility on Binghamton's south side. Since late November, equipment has been removed from the sprawling building and trucked away from the site. H.P. Hood shut down the Crowley operation on Conklin Avenue in March 2012. The closure resulted in a loss of 54 jobs. When the property was acquired by Rockland County investors in 2013, there was hope the place would become productive once again. Mountain Fresh Dairy announced ambitious plans to process kosher milk and other dairy products at the site. Mountain Fresh Dairy briefly operated at the site with a small number of employees, but it shut down after a short time. A foreclosure auction for the property was scheduled for last June, but it was called off at the last minute. People familiar with the site say it's now in the process of being sold. Representatives of Mountain Fresh Dairy could not be reached for comment. A service organization in Tioga County has taken steps to replace a roadside sign that alerted motorists that they were in the small community called Appalachian. An old wood sign that had been in place on the south side of Route 434 for several decades broke apart due to strong winds in July of last year. Paul Honker, who chairs the Appalachian Lions Club Civic Improvement Committee, said a new sign was installed a few weeks ago. He said the sign is located on a State Department of Transportation extension of Route 434, where West Main Street begins. Club members like to refer to the site as Lions Park. Honker said members have voluntarily maintained the site for many years. He said they cut the grass as well as removed tree limbs, weeds, and brush around the roadway. The new sign was created and installed by Anything Artistic in Owego. Marvin Antonio Lantigua, 32 of the Bronx, New York City, was sentenced today to serve 10 years in federal prison for possessing with intent to distribute a kilogram of fentanyl. As part of his previous guilty plea, Lantigua admitted that in early November 2021, he was in contact with a drug dealer in Syracuse via Facebook. After discussion, Lantigua agreed to deliver 1,000 bricks, or 50,000 bags, of fentanyl from New York City to Syracuse for $75,000. On November 8, 2021, DEA special agents, Syracuse police detectives, and Syracuse police patrol officers stopped two vehicles on the Court Street exit of Route 81 North. 
one of which was being driven by Lantigua. A subsequent search of one of the vehicles located two large bags that were found to contain 1,007 bricks containing fentanyl that totaled approximately one kilogram in weight. After waiving his Miranda rights, Lantuga admitted that he was delivering the fentanyl to Syracuse from New York City as part of a drug deal. At the time of his arrest, Lantigua was under New York State parole supervision in connection with a prior New York State drug felony conviction. Lantigua was also sentenced to a five-year term of supervised release following his release from federal prison. Yoan Rodriguez, 24, of Syracuse, New York, was sentenced to serve a total of 120 months incarceration based on his previous guilty plea to drug trafficking and firearms offenses. Rodriguez was also ordered to serve a term of five years supervised release following his release from prison and to forfeit to the United States a handgun and a money judgment in the amount of $35,000, representing the value of unrecovered drug proceeds. Rodriguez was one of 14 defendants charged and convicted in this case. The investigation revealed that members of the conspiracy brought kilogram quantities of heroin and fentanyl from Pennsylvania to Syracuse, where they packaged the drugs and distributed them over several months in 2020. During the investigation, law enforcement seized multiple kilograms of heroin and fentanyl, multiple firearms, several vehicles, and large sums of United States currency. On December 17th at approximately 11.49 a.m., the state police responded to a two-vehicle serious injury accident on State Route 5 and 20, Clark Street Road in the town of Aurelius. The operator of an eastbound vehicle, Andrew Lang, age 29, from East Aurora, crossed into the westbound lane and struck a vehicle being operated by Randy Cornish, age 27, from Weedsport. Both Lang and Cornish were taken to Upstate Hospital for injuries. Two passengers in the westbound vehicle, Jennifer Schnick, and age 21, from Weedsport, and a one-year-old were taken to Upstate Hospital for treatment. State police closed the road for several hours to conduct the investigation, and the investigation is continuing at this time. On December 16th at approximately 11.10 p.m., state police in Lafayette responded to a two-vehicle crash on Jerome Road near Chase Road in the town of Pompey, Onondaga County. A 2018 Subaru Impreza operated by Chad J. Hawk, age 22, from Maddydale, New York, was traveling south on Jerome Road when he lost control due to speed and crossed into the northbound lane and into the path of a 2018 Ford pickup truck operated by Cole Dorward, age 33, from Casanova, New York. Chad Hawk was transported to Upstate University Hospital by ambulance, where he was pronounced deceased. A passenger in his vehicle, 21-year-old Lindsay Schriever, was transported to Upstate University Hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Cole Dorward sustained a hand injury and was treated at the scene. The investigation is continuing. And police say a serial burglar has been caught attempting to poach Christmas presents from actor Robert De Niro's Manhattan home. Officers had been tracking the real-life Grinch amid a string of recent robberies and saw her bust into the Godfather and Goodfellas stars' townhouse around 2.45 a.m. on Monday. Inside, police say they found a 30-year-old woman in the living room attempting to remove property and arrested her. Police have not publicly identified her by name. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back live at the National Butt-Out Finals. A.J. Langer is all fired up, and there he goes. It's out. He put his butt out in 2.6 seconds. Lori is with A.J. Lori? A.J., how did you get your butt out so quick? Well, I learned the hard way. I burned the house down. If you smoke, put it out. All the way. Every time. Smoking is the number one cause of preventable home fire deaths. Check out usfa.dhs.gov smoking. A message from the U.S. Fire Administration and firefighters everywhere. Well... 
I finally did it. I opened a 401k. What? Why? Just wait for the inheritance. We've definitely got a rich uncle somewhere. We're one call away from the winner's circle at the Derby, dinners with multiple forks, a vacation home in the country, using summer as a verb. You don't actually think that, do you? When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Six forty on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Now, something interesting coming up later in the week in Binghamton on Friday. It's going to be a high near fifty-one degrees. Christmas weekend, a high near fifty-one degrees in Binghamton, New York. Not sure if that's common to have that last one day of really warm weather in Binghamton. I was under the impression when I got here that from November until April. You better pack a heavy jacket, some gloves, a warm hat. But 51 degrees might be shorts weather in Binghamton. That does kind of kill the Christmas vibes a little bit. You want it to be cold for Christmas. Even a little bit of snow for Christmas. As every great Christmas movie ends in snow. I don't think I can actually think of one Christmas movie that doesn't end with a big pan-out shot where you're panning out over the characters, over their house, and it's snowing outside because it's Christmas. That's every single Christmas movie. But no, not this week. 51 degrees on Friday. And rainy. And it goes right back down to 8 degrees. On Friday night. 51 degrees to 8 degrees in one night. This Binghamton weather is wild, man. I'll tell you that. Well, it's going to take a little bit of getting used to for me. 642. You're listening to WMBF. Was the- Students, when I call the reason for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. <clears throat> Too tired. Family trip. Sick day. Starting the holidays early. Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at boostattendance.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Colorectal cancer screening saves lives, but only if people get tested. About 23 million adults have never been tested. Almost two out of three have a regular doctor and health insurance that would pay for the test. Doctors often recommend colonoscopy, but the fecal occult blood test and sigmoidoscopy also effectively find colorectal cancer early. When people can pick the test they prefer, they're more likely to actually get tested. If you're between the ages of 50 and 75, talk with your doctor about which test is best for you. Make sure you understand the steps you need to take to get tested. If you have a family history of colorectal cancer or polyps or inflammatory bowel disease, ask your doctor if you should start screening before age 50. Through the Affordable Care Act, many people have access to health insurance that covers colorectal cancer screening tests at no cost. Remember, the best test is the test that gets done. Hey America, we need to have a little talk. We've got a lot of food in this country. We've got so much food that we can't eat it all. 
So how are 17 million kids in America struggling with hunger? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and gets it to hungry kids who need it. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 6.45 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge. Until the end of the month from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, the New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township, 1018 in Franklin Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 3029 in Forest Lake Township, and various roads in Lenox Township. We'll have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and slide repair. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees outside, overcast. Wind chill has it at 17 degrees. Today a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 30 degrees. Chance of snow 20%. Tonight mostly cloudy with a low near 13. Tomorrow mostly sunny, a high near 35. Tomorrow night mostly cloudy, a low near 23. And on Thursday, a chance of snow before 11 a.m., then a chance of rain, snow, and freezing rain between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m., then rain likely after 2 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour, chance of rain 70%. And Thursday night, rain, a low near 39 degrees, chance of rain 100%. 6.46, you're listening to WMBF. Some when Dad needed help getting around... I became his driver. Soon enough, it was up to me to be his housekeeper and financial manager, too. When he moved in, I became his cook and even his nurse. But no matter what roles I play, I know I'm still his daughter. We understand the roles you play. So to help, we created aarp.org caregiving, where you can connect with experts and other caregivers. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be warm on a cold I want to day. be a football I want stadium. to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. 
It happens to us all. Someone mentions they need a vacation or a new flat screen or a car. Suddenly, our phones are bombarded by ads for vacations, TVs, and cars. Once and for all, is the phone listening? I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. The answer is both yes and no. It's not listening to your phone calls. No one is actively listening. But, and this is a big but, all smartphones have built-in speech recognition. That's why you can summon Siri or Alexa. Algorithms work at deciphering the last seconds of everything you say. They trigger ads based on those seconds. There's more. When you installed an app, you could have given it access to your mic, and that app is selling your recordings. Check your app's permissions and deny access to that microphone. So is your phone listening? Not really, but all the time, it's collecting data. How'd you like to win a $500 Amazon gift card? Enter to win right now at commando.com slash win. What do you do when something just doesn't work? You Google it. Too often, that's a complete waste of time. You need someone to hold your hand. Maybe you're lucky enough to have someone to call for help or come over, but let's face it, they're too busy for you. Finding tech support online is risky. That's why I partner with top tech experts to give you 24-7 live support that you can trust. They'll fix your problems or there's no charge. I'm so proud to tell you about GetKim'sHelp.com. Whether it's a problem with your Wi-Fi, printer, smartphone, computer, TV, smart speaker, or another connected device, the experts at GetKim'sHelp.com fix most issues in 10 minutes or less. High-tech troubleshooting tools like virtual house calls let them resolve even the most complex issues quickly. So stop Googling. Have your problem solved right now. Visit GetKim'sHelp.com. It's an affordable way to fix problems with the help from experts who you can trust. GetKim'sHelp.com. GetKim'sHelp.com. As I went through school, one giant question loomed over me. What did I want to be? First, I had to decide what I wanted to make. I wanted to make more, so I became a teacher. Now I make learning a privilege, not a chore, and frustration a tool, not an obstacle. I make working hard seem easy and giving up impossible. I'm a teacher. I make more. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. My bro- hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies. Come on and clean up the mold. Whoa. Clean up the mold. Whoa. Mold can trigger asthma in kids young and old. This song may be fun, but childhood asthma is not. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as cleaning up the mold and mildew in your house. For more Breathe Easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. We are your pets, and this song's dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet. Enroll! Health insurance is now affordable and covers prescriptions, hospitalizations, and preventive care. Visit GetCoveredAmerica.org to learn more. And take care, people! Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 6.54 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Uko Pekka Lukanen made 41 saves, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the Vegas Golden Knights 3-2. to 
Jeff Skinner, Tage Thompson, and Lawrence Pilot scored to help Buffalo get its first win at Vegas after coming in 0-3-1 all-time. The Sabres improved to 6-2-1 in December after going 4-9-1 the previous month and moved into fourth, a fourth-place tie with Florida in the Atlantic Division with 34 points. Chandler Stevenson and Riley Smith scored for Vegas while Aiden Hill made 15 saves. The Golden Knights dropped to 8-9-1 at home and have scored just 11 goals in their last seven home games, including six losses. Alexander Georgiev had 26 saves through overtime and stopped two more in the shootout to lift the Colorado Avalanche to a 1-0 win over the New York Islanders. Evan Rodriguez beat Ilya Sorokin with a backhander for the only goal in the shootout, spoiling a 46-save effort for the Islanders goaltender. Avalanche forward Miko Rantanen had a career-high 10 shots on goal. The shutout was Georgiev's second of the season and 10th of his career. The New York Giants' dreams of making the playoffs for the first time since 2016 are very much alive. After weeks of concern, they were letting the season slip away after a 6-1 start. A somewhat unexpected 20-12 primetime victory over the Washington Commanders on Sunday night has put first-year head coach Brian Dayball's overachievers on the cusp of the postseason. With some help from a combination of Seattle and Washington, the Giants can clinch a playoff berth and give themselves an early Christmas present with a win over the Vikings in Minneapolis on Saturday. Josh Allen is reminding everyone once again how valuable he's been in transforming the Buffalo Bills into an AFC power since his arrival five years ago. Allen played a key role in rallying the Bills from an eight-point fourth-quarter deficit to beat the Miami Dolphins and clinch Buffalo its fourth consecutive playoff berth on Saturday. Allen topped 300 yards passing for a 20th time and threw four touchdown passes for a ninth time in making just his 50th career start. The Bills improved their AFC leading record to 11-3. The New York Jets are running out of time in their race for a playoff spot. They blew an opportunity to keep pace in the AFC hunt on Sunday when they gave up a late touchdown to Detroit and then coach Robert Sala mismanaged the clock in the final moments of a 20-17 loss. He's not the only one who could have done better, far from it. The Jets are 7-7 seven and seven and on a three-game skid, with their once-promising postseason hopes now teetering on the brink of vanishing. And the Jets have a quick turnaround with a Thursday night showdown against the surging Jacksonville Jaguars. Some baseball news, Kodai Senga was officially introduced at a press conference Monday at Citi Field after finalizing a $75 million five-year contract with the Mets. They'll hold a similar presser for Justin Verlander today. Senga opened his press conference by introducing himself with a message in English to fans, saying, Hi, I'm Kodai Senga of the New York Mets. I'm very excited and happy to be in the Big Apple and join such a great team. Let's go Mets. The deal for Senga is part of the $476.7 million the Mets have spent for seven free agents. And former Mets reliever Seth Lugo and the San Diego Padres have agreed on a $15 million two-year contract. Lugo went 3-2 with a 3.60 ERA and three saves over 62 outings and 65 innings with the Mets this year. A converted starter, the versatile right-hander, spent his first seven seasons with New York. Tough loss for the Mets. Not really a great starting pitcher, Seth Lugo, but really found his role in the bullpen. Another former Met, Noah Syndergaard, is hoping to have the same success on a one-year deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers as Tyler Anderson and Andrew Heaney. 
Anderson and Heaney signed with the Dodgers before last season and parlayed that into multi-year contracts with other teams this offseason. Anderson received a three-year deal with the Los Angeles Angels after going 15-5 for the Dodgers and finishing fifth in the National League with a 2.57 ERA. Heaney, who signed a two-year contract with the Texas Rangers, was limited to 14 starts with the Dodgers but was 4-4 with a career-best 3.10 ERA. Syndergaard's one-year deal with the Dodgers is for $13 million. At Monday Night Football, A.J. Dillon ran for two scores, Aaron Rodgers threw a touchdown pass to Aaron Jones, and the Green Bay Packers kept their playoff hopes afloat with a 24-12 victory over the Los Angeles Rams. 6.59, you're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number one of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. Got two more hours to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in, contribute to the program. ABC News, up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, December 20th. You're listening to WNBF. After years of inactivity, workers once again are busy at the old Crowley Milk Processing Facility on Binghamton's south side. Since late November, equipment has been removed from the sprawling building and trucked away from the site. H.P. Hood shut down the Crowley operation on Conklin Avenue in March 2012. The closure resulted in a loss of 54 jobs. When the property was acquired by Rockland County Investors in 2013, there was hope the place would become productive once again. Mountain Fresh Dairy announced ambitious plans to process kosher milk and other dairy products at the site. Mountain Fresh Dairy briefly operated at the site with a small number of employees, but it shut down after a short time. A foreclosure auction for the property was scheduled for last June, but it was called off at the last minute. People familiar with the site say it's now in the process of being sold. Representatives of Mountain Fresh Dairy could not be reached for comment. A service organization in Tioga County has taken steps to replace a roadside sign that alerted motorists that they were in the small community called Appalachian. An old wood sign that had been in place on the south side of Route 434 for several decades broke apart due to strong winds in July of last year. Paul Honker, who chairs the Appalachian Lions Club Civic Improvement Committee, said a new sign was installed a few weeks ago. He said the sign is located on a State Department of Transportation extension of Route 434, where West Main Street begins. Club members like to refer to the site as Lions Park. Honker said members have voluntarily maintained the site for many years. He said they cut the grass as well as removed tree limbs, weeds, and brush around the roadway. The new sign was created and installed by Anything Artistic in Owego. Marvin Antonio Lantigua, 32 of the Bronx, New York City, was sentenced today to serve 10 years in federal prison for possessing with intent to distribute a kilogram of fentanyl. As part of his previous guilty plea, Lantigua admitted that in early November 2021, he was in contact with a drug dealer in Syracuse via Facebook. After discussion, Lantigua agreed to deliver 1,000 bricks, or 50,000 bags, of fentanyl from New York City to Syracuse for $75,000. On November 8, 2021, DEA special agents, Syracuse police detectives, and Syracuse P police patrol officers stopped two vehicles on the Court Street exit of Route 81 North, 
one of which was being driven by Lantigua. A subsequent search of one of the vehicles located two large bags that were found to contain 1,007 bricks containing fentanyl that totaled approximately one kilogram in weight. After waiving his Miranda rights, Lantuga admitted that he was delivering the fentanyl to Syracuse from New York City as part of a drug deal. At the time of his arrest, Lantigua was under New York State parole supervision in connection with a prior New York State drug felony conviction. Lantigua was also sentenced to a five-year term of supervised release following his release from federal prison. Yoan Rodriguez, 24, of Syracuse, New York, was sentenced to serve a total of 120 months incarceration based on his previous guilty plea to drug trafficking and firearms offenses. Rodriguez was also ordered to serve a term of five years supervised release following his release from prison and to forfeit to the United States a handgun and a money judgment in the amount of $35,000, representing the value of unrecovered drug proceeds. Rodriguez was one of 14 defendants charged and convicted in this case. The investigation revealed that members of the conspiracy brought kilogram quantities of heroin and fentanyl from Pennsylvania to Syracuse, where they packaged the drugs and distributed them over several months in 2020. During the investigation, law enforcement seized multiple kilograms of heroin and fentanyl, multiple firearms, several vehicles, and large sums of United States currency. On December 17th at approximately 11.49 a.m., the state police responded to a two-vehicle serious injury accident on State Route 5 and 20, Clark Street Road in the town of Aurelius. The operator of an eastbound vehicle, Andrew Lang, age 29, from East Aurora, crossed into the westbound lane and struck a vehicle being operated by Randy Cornish, age 27, from Weedsport. Both Lang and Cornish were taken to Upstate Hospital for injuries. Two passengers in the westbound vehicle, Jennifer Schnick, and age 21 from Weedsport, and a one-year-old were taken to Upstate Hospital for treatment. State police closed the road for several hours to conduct the investigation, and the investigation is continuing at this time. On December 16th at approximately 11.10 p.m., state police in Lafayette responded to a two-vehicle crash on Jerome Road near Chase Road in the town of Pompeii, Onondaga County. A 2018 Subaru Impreza operated by Chad J. Hawk, age 22, from Maddydale, New York, was traveling south on Jerome Road when he lost control due to speed and crossed into the northbound lane and into the path of a 2018 Ford pickup truck operated by Cole Dorward, age 33, from Casanova, New York. Chad Hawk was transported to Upstate University Hospital by ambulance, where he was pronounced deceased. A passenger in his vehicle, 21-year-old Lindsay Schriever, was transported to Upstate University Hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Cole Dorward sustained a hand injury and was treated at the scene. The investigation is continuing. And police say a serial burglar has been caught attempting to poach Christmas presents from actor Robert De Niro's Manhattan home. Officers had been tracking the real-life Grinch amid a string of recent robberies and saw her bust into the Godfather and Goodfellas stars townhouse around 2.45 a.m. on Monday. Inside, police say they found a 30-year-old woman in the living room attempting to remove property and arrested her. Police have not publicly identified her by name. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WMBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. 
When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. Or S, speech difficulty. Then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Seven twelve on WMBF. You're listening to hour number two of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge. Until the end of the month, from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, the New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township, 1018 in Franklin Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 3029 in Forest Lake Township, and various roads in Lenox Township. We'll have lane restrictions for road work like slide repair and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 13 degrees. Today, a slight chance of snow showers before 10 a.m., mostly cloudy, a high near 30 degrees, chance of snow 20%. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 13 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23. And Thursday, a chance of snow before 11 a.m., then a chance of rain, snow, and freezing rain between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m., then rain likely after 2 p.m., Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour, chance of rain 70%. And Thursday night, rain, a low near 39 degrees, chance of rain 100%. 714, you're listening to WMBF. Irises. Seven sixteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Uka Pekka Lukanen made forty-one saves, and the Buffalo Sabers beat the Vegas Golden Knights three to two. Jeff Skinner, Tage Thompson, and Lawrence Pilot scored to help Buffalo get its first win at Vegas after coming in 0-3 and one all time. The Sabers Sabers improved to six two and one in December after going four nine and one previous month and moved into a fourth-place tie with Florida in the Atlantic Division with 34 points. Chandler Stevenson and Riley Smith scored for Vegas, while Aiden Hill made 15 saves. The Golden Knights dropped to 8-9-1 at home, and they've scored just 11 goals in their last seven home games, including six losses. For the Islanders, Alexander Georgiev had 26 saves through overtime and stopped two more in the shootout to lift the Colorado Avalanche to a 1-0 win over New York Islanders. Evan Rodriguez beat Ilya Sorokin with a backhander for the only goal in the shootout, spoiling a 46-save effort for the Islanders' goaltender. Avalanche forward Miko Rantanen had a career-high 10 shots on goal. The shutout was Georgiev's second of the season and 10th of his career. Some football news. 
The New York Giants' dreams of making the playoffs for the first time since 2016 are very much alive after weeks of concern they were letting the season slip away after a 6-1 start. A somewhat unexpected 20-12 primetime victory over the Washington Commanders on Sunday night has put first-year head coach Brian Dayball's overachievers on the cusp of the postseason. With some help from a combination of Seattle and Washington, the Giants can clinch a playoff berth and give themselves an early Christmas present with a win over the Vikings in Minneapolis on Saturday. Josh Allen is reminding everyone, once again, how valuable he's been in transforming the Buffalo Bills into an AFC power since his arrival five years ago. Allen played a key role in rallying the Bills from an eight-point fourth-quarter deficit to beat the Miami Dolphins and clinch Buffalo its fourth consecutive playoff berth on Saturday. Allen topped 300 yards passing for a 20th time and threw four touchdown passes for a ninth time in making just his 50th career start. The Bills improved their AFC leading record to 11-3. The New York Jets are running out of time in their race for a playoff spot. They blew an opportunity to keep pace in the AFC hunt on Sunday when they gave up a late touchdown to Detroit, and then Coach Robert Sala mismanaged the clock in the final moments of a 20-17 loss. He's not the only one who could have done better, far from it. The Jets are 7-7 and on a three-game skid with their once-promising postseason hopes now teetering on the brink of vanishing. And the Jets have a quick turnaround with a Thursday night showdown against the surging Jacksonville Jaguars. Baseball news, Kodai Senga was officially introduced at a press conference Monday at Citi Field after finalizing a $75 million five-year contract with the Mets. They will hold a similar presser for Justin Verlander on Tuesday morning. Senga opened his press conference by introducing himself with a message in English to fans, saying, Hi, I'm Kodai Senga of the New York Mets. I'm very excited and happy to be in the Big Apple and join such a great team. Let's go Mets. The deal for Senga is part of the $476.7 million offseason the Mets have spent uh, for f- seven free agents. And former Met reliever Seth Lugo and the San Diego Padres have agreed on a $15 million two-year contract, according to a person with knowledge of the deal. Lugo went 3-2 with a 3.60 ERA and three saves over 62 outings and 65 innings with the Mets this year. A converted starter, the versatile right-hander, spent his first seven seasons with New York. Tough loss for the Mets. Seth Lugo, never really a great starter, but really found himself in the bullpen. And if you were going to point at one thing in the Mets roster that could be improved upon this offseason, it would be the bullpen for sure. So Seth Lugo, a tough loss, but they did add David Robertson on a $10 million one-year contract. So a little bit of support behind Edwin Diaz. Another former Mets starter, Noah Syndergaard, is hoping to have the same success on a one-year deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers as Tyler Anderson and Andrew Heaney. Anderson and Heaney signed with the Dodgers before last season and parlayed that into multi-year contracts with other teams this offseason. Anderson received a three-year deal with the Los Angeles Angels after going 15-5 for the Dodgers and finishing fifth in the National League with a 2.57 ERA. Heaney, who signed a two-year contract with the Texas Rangers, was limited to 14 starts with the Dodgers, but was 4-4 with a career-best 3.10 ERA. Syndergaard's one-year deal with the Dodgers is for $13 million. Monday Night Football. A.J. Dillon ran for two scores, Aaron Rodgers threw a touchdown pass to Aaron Jones, and the Green Bay Packers kept their playoff hopes afloat with a 24-12 victory over the Los Angeles Rams. Dillon put Green Bay ahead for good with an eight-yard touchdown run in the second quarter and also scored from one yard out in the third period. 
He left midway through the second half to be evaluated for a concussion. Rodgers went 22 of 30 for 229 yards with a touchdown and interception to win his ninth straight Monday Night Football start. 721 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Stocks took a slide in the last Monday before Christmas with concerns about higher interest rates, COVID in China, and the specter of a recession all weighing on traders. The Dow Jones fell 163 points, landing at 32,757. The S&P lost nine-tenths of one percent. The Nasdaq Composite gave up one and a half percent. COVID giveth and COVID taketh away. Amazon, which exploded in popularity when the pandemic shut down the in-person economy, has watched its share price settle back to 84.92, where it sat right before coronavirus came into the picture. Epic Games, the company behind the wildly popular Fortnite, has agreed to pay over half a billion dollars to settle a pair of cases with the Federal Trade Commission. The changing face of British currency. The Bank of England has released images of the first banknotes to feature the portrait of King Charles III. The new 5, 10, 20, and 50-pound notes will enter circulation in the middle of 2024. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Something. Providing you with the best solutions of your lifetime. The KSO Insurance Weekly Spotlight with Karen Sweet O'Neill on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 723 on WNBF. We're now joined by Karen Sweet O'Neill ahead of the holiday season. How you doing, Karen? I'm doing all right. How about you, James? Oh, pretty good. Saw 51 degrees in the forecast for Friday. Feel a little good. Get yeah, a little bit of a, a respite. <laughs> that's a little crazy, and then we go into the deep freeze, I understand. Oh, yeah, from 51 degrees to 8 degrees in one night. Yeah, that can't be good. No, no, that can't be good at all. <laughs> oh, well, we're not in charge. Yeah, it's not not our problem. We just show up and tell everybody. <laughs> it's our problem, but we're not in charge. <laughs> yeah, that's, isn't that how it always is? Yeah, kind of, so that's frustrating, but what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, nothing you can do. You just deal with it. That's right. That's right. So we're coming down to the end of the year, obviously. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas to everybody. And uh, we're going to, you know, be around hopefully next year, James. Um I don't know if we'll be on the show tomorrow or next week just because we're going to take a little time off. However, we are still in the office. I'm just taking some time off from the air, maybe. But you never know. Sometimes we pop back on anyway, right? Yeah, I, I get that some days. I feel like, you know what? I feel like just popping in. Just hop on the Bob <laughs> show, talk for 10 minutes. That's right. <laughs> However, we would like to uh, wish all our listeners, all your listeners, um, and our clients and clients-to-be and our family and friends, you know, a very Merry Christmas, Blessed Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate. And, you know, just take care of your families, your friends, you know, be health, stay healthy and, you know, safe and uh, happy. You know, do, do what you can to make it a, a very joyous season. And we thank everyone for uh, the year that we've had. It's been extraordinary. And um, going forward, James, I think it's going to be just as busy because we'll be doing a lot of what we've been doing the past two months or so. But we'll talk about that on another day. We are at 1708 Vestal Parkway East 
up above Plato's Closet, dial Encore. You can reach us several ways. You can call us at 607-772-4898. You can Google us at KSO Insurance. All our contact information comes up. Or simply go to a phone book, and we have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages. Absolutely. Well, Karen, if I, if I don't get a chance to talk to you before the new year, happy new year and happy holidays to you. Thanks, James. I'm right back at you. Don't work too hard. Oh, that's, that's not even up for discussion. I will always work too hard <laughs> for the fine people of the Binghamton area. I know, but you're good at it. So go for it. No, oh, I appreciate that. All right. You take care. And again, Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah and Happy Holidays. Everything, everything that you wish. Absolutely. You too, Karen. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, James. As Karen Sweet O'Neill, 727. You're listening to WMBF. Seven twenty-eight on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge. Until the end of the month from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, the New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township, 1018 in Franklin Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 3029 in Forest Lake Township and various roads in Lenox Township will have lane restrictions for road road work like brushing and slide repair. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees and overcast outside. Wind chill has it at 13 degrees. Today a slight chance of snow showers before 10 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 30 degrees. Chance of snow 20%. Tonight mostly cloudy with a low near 13 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23. And on Thursday, a chance of snow before 11 a.m., then a chance of rain, snow, and freezing rain between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m., then rain likely after 2 p.m., cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour, chance of rain 70%. And Thursday night, rain, a low near 39 degrees, chance of rain 100%. 729 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Political Insights. Now your Political Insights from ABC News. Title 42 will not expire on Wednesday after all. Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts pausing the expiration of the pandemic era rule that keeps migrants from crossing the border in order to hear more arguments. The House Committee investigating the January 6th insurrection, recommending the Justice Department file criminal charges against former President Trump and his allies. Yes, the President will sign the defense authorization bill keeping the military funded. And no, he's not happy Republicans forced Congress to end the military COVID vaccine mandate. Republicans in Congress decided that they rather uh, rather fight against the health and well-being of the troops and than protecting them. Spokesperson Corinne Jean-Pierre, though, says President Biden is satisfied that 98 percent of the military has already gotten the COVID vaccine. And today, a House Oversight Committee could vote to publicly release some of the tax returns Donald Trump has spent years trying to keep secret. Andy Field, ABC News. Who's third? on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment Update. ABC 
Entertainment News. Court will be back in session this morning for arguments on aggravating factors in the Harvey Weinstein sexual assault trial, factors which could determine whether he faces a maximum of 18 or 24 years in prison. Weinstein was found guilty Monday of rape and two other charges, and the jury deadlocked on three other counts. That means the DA will decide whether or not to retry those cases. Attorney Gloria Allred represents one of the affected accusers. She was 100% committed to testifying again if she is asked to do so. SZA, setting records. The singer's new album, S.O.S., debuts with the biggest streaming week ever for an R&B project. That according to Billboard, where S.O.S. tops the Billboard 200 album chart in its first week of release. It's SZA's first number one album. And a chart milestone for Mariah Carey. Her song, All I Want for Christmas is You, snags its 10th overall week at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart. And happy birthday to Jonah Hill, the two-time Oscar nominee turning 39 today. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, December 20th. You're listening to WNBF. After years of inactivity, workers once again are busy at the old Crowley Milk Processing Facility on Binghamton's south side. Since late November, equipment has been removed from the sprawling building and trucked away from the site. H.P. Hood shut down the Crowley operation on Conklin Avenue in March 2012. The closure resulted in a loss of 54 jobs. When the property was acquired by Rockland County investors in 2013, there was hope the place would become productive once again. Mountain Fresh Dairy announced ambitious plans to process kosher milk and other dairy products at the site. Mountain Fresh Dairy briefly operated at the site with a small number of employees, but it shut down after a short time. A foreclosure auction for the property was scheduled for last June, but it was called off at the last minute. People familiar with the site say it's now in the process of being sold. Representatives of Mountain Fresh Dairy could not be reached for comment. A service organization in Tioga County has taken steps to replace a roadside sign that alerted motorists that they were in the small community called Appalachian. An old wood sign that had been in place on the south side of Route 434 for several decades broke apart due to strong winds in July of last year. Paul Honker, who chairs the Appalachian Lions Club Civic Improvement Committee, said a new sign was installed a few weeks ago. He said the sign is located on a State Department of Transportation extension of Route 434, where West Main Street begins. Club members like to refer to the site as Lions Park. Honker said members have voluntarily maintained the site for many years. He said they cut the grass as well as removed tree limbs, weeds, and brush around the roadway. The new sign was created and installed by Anything Artistic in Owego. Marvin Antonio Lantigua, 32 of the Bronx, New York City, was sentenced today to serve 10 years in federal prison for possessing with intent to distribute a kilogram of fentanyl. As part of his previous guilty plea, Lantigua admitted that in early November 2021, he was in contact with a drug dealer in Syracuse via Facebook. After discussion, Lantigua agreed to deliver 1,000 bricks, or 50,000 bags, of fentanyl from New York City to Syracuse for $75,000. On November 8, 2021, DEA special agents, Syracuse police detectives, and Syracuse police patrol officers stopped two vehicles on the Court Street exit of Route 81 North, one of which was being driven by Lantigua. A subsequent search of one of the vehicles located two large bags that were found to contain 1,007 bricks containing fentanyl that totaled approximately one kilogram in weight. After waiving his Miranda rights, Lantuga admitted that he was delivering the fentanyl to Syracuse from New York City as part of a drug deal. 
At the time of his arrest, Lantigua was under New York State parole supervision in connection with a prior New York State drug felony conviction. Lantigua was also sentenced to a five-year term of supervised release following his release from federal prison. Yoan Rodriguez, 24, of Syracuse, New York, was sentenced to serve a total of 120 months incarceration based on his previous guilty plea to drug trafficking and firearms offenses. Rodriguez was also ordered to serve a term of five years supervised release following his release from prison and to forfeit to the United States a handgun and a money judgment in the amount of $35,000, representing the value of unrecovered drug proceeds. Rodriguez was one of 14 defendants charged and convicted in this case. The investigation revealed that members of the conspiracy brought kilogram quantities of heroin and fentanyl from Pennsylvania to Syracuse, where they packaged the drugs and distributed them over several months in 2020. During the investigation, law enforcement seized multiple kilograms of heroin and fentanyl, multiple firearms, several vehicles, and large sums of United States currency. On December 17th at approximately 11.49 a.m., the state police responded to a two-vehicle serious injury accident on State Route 5 and 20, Clark Street Road in the town of Aurelius. The operator of an eastbound vehicle, Andrew Lang, age 29, from East Aurora, crossed into the westbound lane and struck a vehicle being operated by Randy Cornish, age 27, from Weedsport. Both Lang and Cornish were taken to Upstate Hospital for injuries. Two passengers in the westbound vehicle, Jennifer Schnick, and age 21, from Weedsport, and a one-year-old were taken to Upstate Hospital for treatment. State police closed the road for several hours to conduct the investigation, and the investigation is continuing at this time. On December 16th at approximately 11.10 p.m., state police in Lafayette responded to a two-vehicle crash on Jerome Road near Chase Road in the town of Pompey, Onondaga County. A 2018 Subaru Impreza operated by Chad J. Hawk, age 22, from Maddydale, New York, was traveling south on Jerome Road when he lost control due to speed and crossed into the northbound lane and into the path of a 2018 Ford pickup truck operated by Cole Dorward, age 33, from Casanova, New York. Chad Hawk was transported to Upstate University Hospital by ambulance, where he was pronounced deceased. A passenger in his vehicle, 21-year-old Lindsay Schriever, was transported to Upstate University Hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Cole Dorward sustained a hand injury and was treated at the scene. The investigation is continuing. And police say a serial burglar has been caught attempting to poach Christmas presents from actor Robert De Niro's Manhattan home. Officers had been tracking the real-life Grinch amid a string of recent robberies and saw her bust into the Godfather and Goodfellas stars' townhouse around 2.45 a.m. on Monday. Inside, police say they found a 30-year-old woman in the living room attempting to remove property and arrested her. Police have not publicly identified her by name. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Today might be the day I drop out of school, but you might be able to stop me. With United Way, you could tutor me, be my mentor, or volunteer to just read with me. There are tons of ways people like you can help kids like me stay in school. Make me a success, not a statistic. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. 
Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Where do you want to go to lunch? I'm having a stroke. Did you hear what I said? I'm having a stroke. Why aren't you answering me? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Seven forty-two on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Now, something cool I got to do yesterday. I got to go out and meet Scott, a friend of mine, the man behind Boris the Skeleton. A few German down Country Club Road in Endwell and Endicott. You've probably seen Boris, the twelve-foot-tall skeleton, currently dressed like Santa out in their front yard. And you probably already know that Boris does a lot of charity work in the Binghamton community. So I got to go out there yesterday and presented a check from Exit Realty to Joshua's house. A good local charity. And it's always nice to put faces to names. And something I heard a lot of when we were doing our Foodabago food drive and people would stop by and say, well, who are you? I've never seen you before. And I'd say, well, I'm James Kelly. i say, oh, it's nice to put a face to the name that I hear on the radio every morning. And it's the same with Boris the Skeleton. I had done a story on Boris a couple months ago for Halloween, one of the causes that they were working on at the time. But I actually didn't get a chance to meet Scott in person. Now this time, I'm getting to meet him and a few people from Exit Realty and Joshua's house. Got to meet a lot of cool people yesterday at this quick little event, this quick little check presentation for a good cause in the Binghamton area. And of course, I'll take any excuse I can get to drive by the 12-foot-tall skeleton and his partner Gladys, another 12-foot-tall skeleton. Crazy, I should have asked them why they didn't name the second skeleton Doris. Now, when I went around there the first time to get pictures for the story for Halloween, somebody driving by stopped by and they said, Oh, what are you doing? I said, I'm taking pictures for a story. And they said, Oh, Boris and Doris. So apparently the Locals in the community call the second skeleton Doris, which makes a ton of sense because Boris and Doris, that rhymes. But the real name is Gladys. Boris and Gladys. So that story is going to be on WMBF.com either today or tomorrow. You want to keep checking back, see if you can see it. See what cause Boris is working on and see if there's any way you can help out. And give back to the community a little. 744, you're listening to WMBF. Imagine a world where bullying isn't considered a normal part of childhood. A world where I'm not afraid to go to school. (laughs) To speak out. To be myself. A world where I'm not afraid to be caught alone. We have the power to stop the bullying. Speak out. Speak up. Educate. Find out what to look for and how you can make a difference at bullying.org. Bullying is not kids being kids. It's not about good homes or bad homes. It's not a normal part of growing up. I shouldn't be afraid to get on the school bus. To turn on my computer. Message. Or walk to my locker. Did you know that a bully will stop his or her behavior in 10 seconds when their peers speak up? Use your voice. Hey, leave him alone. 
power. We have the power to stop bullying. Find out more at bullying.org. Bullying.org. Where you're not alone. Not alone. Where you're not alone. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge. Until the end of the month from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, the New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township, 1018 in Franklin Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 3029 in Forest Lake Township, and various roads in Lenox Township will have lane restrictions for road work like slide repair and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 13 degrees. Today a slight chance of snow showers before 10 a.m. Mostly cloudy, a high near 30 degrees, chance of snow 20%. Tonight mostly cloudy with a low near 13 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23. And Thursday, a chance of snow before 11 a.m., then a chance of rain, snow, and freezing rain between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m., and rain after 2 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour, chance of rain 70%. And Thursday night, rain, a low near 39 degrees, chance of rain 100%. 748, you're listening to WMBF. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans in your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA healthcare facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. If you no longer wear the uniform today, you can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at AMVETS.org. Updates. Hey, sweetie, what's going on? Well, honey, I uh, I have some news. Uh, okay, what? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News, Tech Trends, 40 grand. That was the base price of Ford's EV pickup, the F-150 Lightning, when it went on sale last April. But that price has been creeping upward for the past year. Right now, to get into a Lightning Pro with delivery, it's 57869 So the price has gone up almost 20 grand. Chad Kirshner is editor-in-chief of EV Pulse. He says supply chain issues and strong demand have pushed prices higher. To offset some of that cost and stuff, they, they have to raise prices. I also think part of it is 
because they raise prices because they can. Plus, this year's bipartisan infrastructure law puts pressure on auto manufacturers to build EV batteries domestically. In some ways, as consumers, we're eating the cost of moving all this production domestically, plus the supply chain issues sort of all at the same time. So it's really kind of a perfect storm. On the other hand, Kirshner says Ford targets the base lightning at fleet buyers. Fleet buyers aren't going to necessarily care at the sticker price. They're going to care at whatever volume pricing they can get the truck at. With Tech Trends, I'm Daria Albinger, ABC News. You wash your hands. This is a guided meditation on parenting. Take a deep breath in and let go of the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you hit that pinata into your neighbor's yard. Let it go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Hey, did you this message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Seven fifty-three on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Uko Pekka Lukanen made forty-one saves, and the Buffalo Sabers beat the Vegas Golden Knights three to two. Jeff Skinner, Tage Thompson, and Lawrence Pilot scored to help Buffalo get its first win at Vegas after coming in 0-3 and one all time. The Sabers improved to six-two and one in December after going four-nine and one the previous month and moved into a fourth-place tie with Florida in the Atlantic Division with 34 points. Chandler Stevenson and Riley Smith scored for Vegas, while Aiden Hill made 15 saves. The Golden Knights dropped to 8-9-1 at home, and they've scored just 11 goals in their last seven home games, including six losses. Islanders in action as well. Alexander Georgiev had 26 saves through overtime and stopped two more in the shootout to lift the Colorado Avalanche to a 1-0 win over the New York Islanders. Evan Rodriguez beat Ilya Sorokin with a backhander for the only goal in the shootout, spoiling a 46-save effort for the Islanders goaltender. Avalanche forward Miko Rantanen had a career-high 10 shots on goal. The shutout was Georgiev's second of the season and 10th of his career. Some football news, the New York Giants' dreams of making the playoffs for the first time since 2016 are very much alive. After weeks of concern, they were letting the season slip away after a 6-1 start. A somewhat unexpected 20-12 primetime victory over the Washington Commanders on Sunday night has put first-year head coach Brian Dayball's overachievers on the cusp of the postseason. With some help from a combination of Seattle and Washington, the Giants can clinch a playoff berth and give themselves an early Christmas present with a win over the Vikings in Minneapolis on Saturday. Josh Allen is reminding everyone once again how valuable he's been in transforming the Buffalo Bills into an AFC power since his arrival five years ago. Allen played a key role in rallying the Bills from an eight-point fourth-quarter deficit to beat the Miami Dolphins and clinch Buffalo its fourth consecutive playoff berth on Saturday. Allen topped 300 yards passing for a 20th time and threw four touchdown passes for a ninth time 
in making just his 50th career start. The Bills improved their AFC leading record to 11-3. The New York Jets are running out of time in their race for a playoff spot. They blew an opportunity to keep pace in the AFC hunt on Sunday when they gave up a late touchdown to Detroit, and then coach Robert Sala mismanaged the clock in the final moments of a 20-17 loss. He's not the only one who could have done better, far from it. The Jets are 7-7 and on a three-game skid, with their once-promising postseason hopes now teetering on the brink of vanishing. And the Jets have a quick turnaround with a Thursday night showdown against the surging Jacksonville Jaguars. Some baseball news. Kodai Senga was officially introduced at a press conference yesterday at City Field after finalizing a $75 million five-year contract with the Mets. They'll hold a similar presser for Justin Verlander today. Senga opened his press conference by introducing himself with a message in English to fans, saying, Hi, I'm Kodai Senga of the New York Mets. I'm very excited and happy to be in the Big Apple and join such a great team. Let's go Mets. The deal for Senga is part of the $476.7 million the Mets have spent for seven free agents. And former Mets reliever Seth Lugo and the San Diego Padres have agreed on a $15 million two-year contract, according to a person with knowledge of the deal. Lugo went 3-2 with a 3.60 ERA and three saves, over 62 outings and 65 innings with the Mets this year. A converted starter, the versatile right-hander, spent his first seven seasons with New York. A tough loss for the Mets. Lugo was never much of a starting pitcher, but really found himself in the bullpen role became one of the better relievers that the Mets had. And if you're going to point to one problem on the Mets roster, well, their bullpen could be a little bit deeper, especially if you have World Series aspirations. You need to know that the back end of your bullpen is going to lock games down. So losing Seth Lugo hurts. It's only natural for Edwin Diaz to take a little bit of a step back this year after having one of the better years all time as the Mets closer last year. And adding David Robertson is a good addition, a one-year $10 million deal for the Mets. But still, plenty of work to go. And former Mets starter Noah Syndergaard is hoping to have the same success on a one-year deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers as Tyler Anderson and Andrew Heaney. Anderson and Heaney signed with the Dodgers before last season and parlayed that into multi-year contracts with other teams this offseason. Anderson received a three-year deal with the Los Angeles Angels after going 15-5 for the Dodgers and finishing fifth in the National League with a 2.57 ERA. Heaney, who signed a two-year contract with the Texas Rangers, was limited to 14 starts with the Dodgers, but was 4-4 four four with a career-best 3.10 ERA. Syndergaard's one-year deal with the Dodgers is for $13 million. At Monday Night Football, A.J. Dillon ran for two scores. Aaron Rodgers threw a touchdown pass to Aaron Jones. And the Green Bay Packers kept their playoff hopes afloat with a 24-12 victory over the Los Angeles Rams. Dillon put Green Bay ahead for good with an 8-yard touchdown run in the second quarter and also scored from one yard out in the third period. He left midway through the second half to be evaluated for a concussion. Rodgers went 22-30 of 30 for 229 yards with a touchdown and interception to win his ninth straight Monday Night Football start. 7.59, you're listening to WMBF. The ba- this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290.
Closing out hour number two of WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly, ABC News, up next.